Welcome to The Favorites, the podcast from the Volume Podcast Network. I am your host, Chad Millman, Chief Content Officer of the Action Network. Reminder, we are your place for news, data, analysis, research, information when it comes to betting on the NFL and everything else. Download our free Action Network app. It's award-winning. It's got everything you need. On this podcast today, I'm going to be joined, as I am every time we do this show, by my BFF, my companion, my compadre. He's in the foxhole with me. He walks into hornet's nests in protective gear. He's triple vaxxed. <laughs> Professional better, Simon Hunter. Before we came on here, Cam Newton to the Carolina Panthers. What do you, what do you think of that? Is that a real signing? Is this real? Dude, is that serious? We, we did not talk about this before we came on the air. No, I saw right before we hopped on on social media, Cam Newton apparently got vaccinated. So now teams are interviewing him. Carolina Panthers, Cam Newton. Time is a flat circle. That would be crazy if he actually signed there. That would be nuts. I don't know that it would do anything. Honestly, if, if I were the Panthers, I'd still probably start PJ Walker this weekend. But oh, yeah, no, he's definitely starting this week. Yeah. But I think next week they play Washington. So it's, it's just interesting, all the different matchups. Big show today. It's Thursday, so we're going to narrow down the field, uh, talk about the games that on Tuesday we loved, see anything that might have changed our minds um, based on the market news, based on injuries, based on prices changing. We're going to do our sharp calls. We're going to see who the wise guys called you about that uh, they thought we were right or wrong on since Tuesday. Um, we will do our big balls bet of the week. Reminder on Tuesday, we said Washington football team plus nine and a half against the Bucks was our Simon says. Our foxhole was the Saints plus three. It's already down to two and a half. So we're not the only ones with that idea. We will <laughs> still do a money line parlay, but we'll also still offer a survivor pick. I got a lot of feedback that yeah, wanted our survivor pick. I was going to say people, people really want that survivor pick, Chad. Yeah. Uh, so a lot of DMs about it. So we'll talk about who we would take if we were still in it based on the teams that we would have remaining. I think we know who that's going to be. I'm going to keep track of it. So yep. right now we're going to count last week as if we took Miami instead of taking what we did take in Dallas. So it'd be as if we did win. That's nice. We can live in that alternate universe. <laughs> but first, let's get to it. Sharp calls, baby. Hello. Who's there? I'm talking. Rain, rain, telephone ring. Somebody saying, baby, what you doing? The earliest calls I got Sunday night and Monday morning were guys talking about 49ers. They loved that number. They, they thought that you're getting a good number of 49ers versus Cardinals at plus four. It's down to plus three and a half in a lot of books. The newest calls I got, people aren't going to like as much. They love Miami tonight, seven and a half. If you can still get that hook. They're all over it. They think this is a really good position to be taking this Miami team. They're undervalued. You're playing against a Ravens team that historically they beat up on really bad teams. But it's not great when you're getting a physical team like the Ravens on a short week in a game they just went to overtime against, like against a team in Miami that they are terrible. I, I understand completely why people hate this Miami team, but you, you just have to play the numbers here. You're getting seven and a half at home on a Thursday night. It's 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 a hard not to agree with the professionals this one. And the other game they really kept reaching out to me about was uh, they love our they love our Jets pick, Jeff. Of course they do. So, that was 13 and a half when we talked about it. It's down to 12 at a lot of books now that Mike White's announced as the quarterback. So not much has changed there as well. Uh, 
I would say the one they want us to stay away from, I don't know if we would even do it anyway, was the Eagles. A lot of pros I've talked to like Denver actually in that matchup. So it doesn't matter anyway. We weren't going to do the Eagles because I banned them for us. But yeah, a, a couple of pros I've talked to, they really like Denver in this matchup at home. Why do they like Denver, did they say? Uh, they just have in the different projections where they thought last week that Eagles game was the perfect game for that Eagles team. They still lost. So the one pro I talked to, he had it at five and a half for Denver. Another one talked to had it at four. I had the line at three, so I think it's a good number. That's why I kind of like the Eagles. But if you're just looking at pure matchup on paper, the only way to really stop Teddy is getting to him. The Eagles are one of the lowest teams in pressures on quarterbacks this year. They went the lowest sack rates of all teams this year. I mean, our biggest, our best guy, our, our highest sack rate guy, Brandon Graham, he's been out. And you've really noticed that the last couple of weeks, Eagles are just not getting to the quarterback. So I think they're looking at a position that Denver is getting healthier. They got Jerry Judy back on offense. It looks like they got their running game going last week against an Eagles team that Slate could be out in the secondary. Just a couple of different things with this defense that they just have not been good. And I think it's five different quarterbacks have completed over 80% against this Eagles team. Teddy is a really high percentage completion quarterback. This is a really favorable matchup for him. So it, it makes sense now when you really look back at it, why these professionals like Denver in this position. Well, now all of a sudden I love, I love Denver. I wasn't even talking about it. Now I think it's like Denver's going to the Super Bowl. And that's why I love having different guys reach out to me because they kind of open up exactly what you're, you're saying there. Like it kind of opened up an avenue. I wasn't even looking at it. And then when you go back and look at it, you know what? Maybe I am too low. Maybe this line shouldn't be three and it should be four. And they're right. You're getting an extra point or point and a half of value on this Denver team. So I'm right there with you. I, I really didn't like Denver that much going into this week. And now the more I think about it, it's like, you know what? Actually, that's a good pick. All right. Well, maybe we'll add it to the list. Um, let's start with the game that we said was Simon Says. The Washington football team plus nine and a half against the Bucks. I'll stick with it as Simon Says, but... I do have some trepidation as we get further from Tuesday and our instant reactions. Are you feeling the same trepidation betting against Tom Brady after a bye than I am? No, and you can go look. I think teams after a bye this year are three and nine against the spread. Tom Brady has not covered a game on the road yet, which is something we love. Another thing I love about this game is I think I talked to three from bookmakers and all of them are getting tons and tons of Tampa money, tons of Tampa teasers. What has this line done? Nothing. It's just sat there at nine and a half. So if it was going up, if it was at 11 right now, maybe I'd be a little worried because that means professionals have come in and bet Tampa. It's not looking that way. It just looks like it's all public money hitting this. Uh, you know, I can't blame them. Tom Brady, like you just said, after a buy, you, you assume they're going to get it right. But to me, this is just a prime example of why you take this Washington team at home in kind of a letdown spot for Tampa Bay. I, I can't see them really getting up for this matchup as much as I'd love to say Tom gets up for every game. This is such a classic letdown game for this team. So not, I'm not betting. I don't know if I'll have him in the round robin, the money line with Washington, because Tom, if he has the ball anytime in the final couple of minutes against this defense of Washington, I just can't see Washington get stops. But at nine and a half, this line's overvalued by two points. I still think you're getting a great number here. I do want it on the record. Okay, so we'll stick with with uh, Washington football team. Nine and a half, we still like it. I do want it on the record. I still like the Lions. That number's down to plus eight. Uh, I like it less. You still like the Steelers. You and I are on what they call opposite sides. <laughs> yeah, I don't. 
I don't love Pittsburgh. Oh, look um, at you walking back. I'm a man of conviction. Definitely I walking said the back. Other day, this, I love the Lions. I'm with you. The more I look at it, this is the classic. Um, I'm going to end up taking Pittsburgh in survivor pools, and this is the game they lose against the Lions, the first win of the season for the Lions. But, no, it's nothing's really changed. Yeah, I, I still, I'm still going to end up betting Pittsburgh. I still think Pittsburgh is going to win this game and cover this number. I just – I just have zero faith right now in the Lions, but going off our joke that the Lions don't cover one week and the following week they cover and they've done it all year, this technically is one of the weeks you take the Lions to cover uh, if you're going off that pattern this season. Also, you got the opposite of rah-rah Mike. I love the false enthusiasm. I'm going to see if we can make one of you guys quit today. They are a home team as a big favorite with a quarterback that isn't playing well uh, and has to score a lot of points to cover a big number um, against a team that is not going to quit. They are going to eat those kneecaps. They are not going to stop until they are full. They can be down 27, 14, and there's a minute left and they have just scored a touchdown and they are going to onside kick it. They will just keep going. So this team, Detroit, we're going to kick you in the teeth. And when you punch us, we're going to smile at you. And when you knock us down, we're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off. All right. We're going to take your other kneecap. Before long, we're the, going to be the last one standing. If you have this passion Sunday morning, we'll probably have the Lions in. Just all the, like I was going to have bed labs before we came on. There's a bunch of trends that favor what you're saying right now. I think Roethlisberger is a seven and a half point favorite at home. He's 0-6 in his last six covering. So bunch of different little trends I really favor towards what you're saying right now. So why are you fighting me? Why even fight me? Why say that you're going to take the Steelers? Uh, just because I make a number in my system. So if my, if my system saying this number should be eight and a half and it was at nine, now it's down to eight. I still have to go with Pittsburgh. So it's, it's that's how it goes, buddy. Well, listen, sometimes you got to break away from the system. It's true. Don't be beholden to the math all the time. Go with your feelings. Um, <laughs> We also talked a lot about the Browns and the Patriots. And this is one where um, the line was at one. Now the line is at two and a half. Uh, so we've seen money and tickets come out in the Patriots. I'm starting to feel like the Browns are the right side here. If it gets to three, I might have to be there with you. That's what I was talking about. If this line kept going up to if it eventually at three, the Browns become the value in this position. And I think the Lions just moving because of the Nick Chubb. Like he he's out, right? I, yeah. I'm pretty sure. So, you know, pros are looking at that. They're saying, okay, the best weapon off this offense is gone now, Nick Chubb. But I don't know. It's I, I'm right there with you. I don't have a great feel for it, but if it does get to three, and if it was three in our our contest, our imaginary contest, I guess I would take that set uh, with the Browns. But to me, there's other matchups that I like better, and there's more value on the lines. Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. Um, uh, let's talk about the Cowboys. Let's spend a decent amount of time talking about the Cowboys for a second because, and well, before that, I don't want to, I don't want to shortchange the Colts. It was a big number. We like it at the Colts at minus 10. Do we contest like it? Do we like it top five like it? Or do we like it like, you know, it's the right number and it's what we should do because this Jaguars team is coming off a big win. The Colts are coming off a bye. It's the right spot for them to blow a team out. 
Like, you know how I go, though. If it's if it's either I'm taking a double-digit favorite or a double-digit dog, like, I'd rather take the Jets as a double-digit dog than take the Colts as a double-digit favorite. So I'm always going to go towards that. But, yeah, I still love the Colts in this matchup. This is a classic. You, you just want to fade the Jaguars after such a huge win at home. Young team, party been, been partying all week. Um, it's It's not ideal. Um, cause it's, once again, we'd be back in Carson Wentz and that's always just the roller coaster ride or roller coaster rides, but that's a great number. If, if it stays under 12 to me, that's a, that's a very, very fair number for this Colts team. So I, I still like it, but like, we can talk about this Dallas matchup. That to me has been the most interesting movement of all the week is how the pros are really coming in on Atlanta and they bet this number down. Yeah, I don't get it. And, and I'm with you. I like, it's, it's a weird game to me. It feels like the exact right spot to be betting the Cowboys from a matchup point of view. It plays to the Cowboys strengths uh, in which the Falcons are a team that is going to put the ball in the air. They're going to be in a position where they, where the Cowboys can create turnovers. Um, The Falcons running the rushing game is really not very good. Uh, The Cowboys are coming off such a huge loss that you're getting a bit of a discount on the number, everything to me smacks. Take the Cowboys here. How do you not? And that's why I don't really get what the pros are seeing. This is such a Atlanta just had a huge win against a divisional opponent that they notoriously hate. So they've had a good, a nice week here where the Cowboys have an embarrassing loss at home. You know, they're on it this week with practice. Another trend I love that I saw, um, what was that? It might've been 31 to 17, um, what was the trend? So basically a team that covers the following week, they're playing against a team that did not cover the team that did not cover the past week against the team that did cover. Now this week it's 31 to 17, the team covers that didn't cover the week before. So that's a classic matchup right here of that exact scenario where Atlanta not only didn't cover as a road dog, they won outright now going on the road again to play Dallas at home. who didn't cover at home as a big favorite. How do you not just, Going off the bet labs numbers, how do you not just favor towards the Cowboys with these kind of trends? So it's I, I'm staying in my I'm staying in my position here. I feel actually way better about this one. Where Pittsburgh, again, Sunday morning, you call me up, Chad. You're all about Detroit. I could easily be talked into Detroit. There's no scenario I get talked into Atlanta this week. I, I loved Dallas in this position. I feel like Cowboys right now are the most solid of the games that we are talking about, like in terms of our agreement. Really? Yeah. All right. Absolutely. I'm still a little nervous about Washington football team, even though, <laughs> even though oh, I chose fun. it, by the way, I chose it as my scoot roulette pick and you chose the saints as your scoot roulette pick. And I had the first pick and we're going to talk about the saints. Cause now I'm like, saints are going to win this game. And so I'm starting to feel a little regretful. Now when we talked about the saints, this is either a no brainer. We're, we're going to crush this one or it's just a classic, professional trap like the only yes. people betting the saints here are pros we might be walking right into it can't not do it this is uh another trend for you friends from our friends at bet labs nine and oh the saints as a uh, road dog their last nine so come on i mean how how can we not take the saints here well, look, this is also it's the overreaction game of the week right and the the titans are so overvalued in the market based on the wins they've had the past couple of weeks. They beat the Colts in dramatic fashion with some flukiness. They beat the Rams in dramatic fashion, meaning Derrick Henry is out. They're big dogs. 
they're on the road. They they're win the picking game. off Matt Stafford left and they're, right. Yeah, they, they, there's some there's some high variance in that game. They didn't win because they were uh, a, a well-rounded team. Um, and the Saints defense is just so good. You could argue it's probably one of the best defenses in the NFL. And so to me, you've got Sean Payton, who's amazing as an underdog. Uh, I listened to Stucky and Raybon on the Action Network uh, podcast this morning. Sean Payton, the second most profitable coach against the spread coming off of a loss since 2003. Like that. Everything screams. This this number's moved. It was at three. Now it's a two and a half in a lot of places. I still better to two and a half. This could be that game. It could be that Colts game from a few weeks ago. But how do you not love this? Yeah. And I honestly would have this as being one of my bigger bets of the week if it was not for the late add of Kamara to the injury report. He has not practiced this week. We need Kamara. I mean, Alvin has been unbelievable this year for this team so we want to wait a little bit see what's going on with that but the fact that the numbers come down even though he might be out of this game actually makes me feel even better it goes oh man the bookmakers don't think it doesn't even matter they're thinking mark ingram can step in and be that guy for the saints team so very interesting that the injury news came out and the line moved the other way so it's i, I just want to keep my eye on it but apparently the bookmakers think irrelevant if this guy plays or not well, look, I think it's an indication of all the money that's coming in on the Saints. It's all the professional money. You know, this is that game that everybody is talking about this week. Every week, there is one of those games. This is it. We're in agreement. Oh, yeah. So right now, see, I looked at my notes this morning before we started the podcast, and I felt like we were going to come out of here with probably – three games that we felt incredibly good about like lockstep hundred percent locked in come Sunday. We're not going to waver. And the saints and the Cowboys are two of those games to me. I'm with you there. I mean, they're to me, they're games that we, we kind of locked in on Tuesday. Like we were going to take those. Um, the, Again, we can talk about now this Denver matchup. I, I feel like that might be one of the late ads we might be throwing in there. We're not talking play. about it yet. It's not It's not time for the Broncos yet. Okay. Don't try to overrun the rundown. I got my own notes, okay? Well, you got notes and I got notes. <laughs> but we got to talk about the Bills and the Jets because you mentioned Mike White. The numbers moved from 13 and a half to 12 and a half. Uh, the hype is real, people. Now you got, and we talked about this, a Jets team that beat the Bengals at home as huge dogs, beat the Titans at home as huge dogs. Their defense plays well. Mike White, maybe he's legit. Maybe he was just the guy who had to throw it 89 times, and that's why he threw for 500 yards or 400 yards in that first game. But the Bills are stumbling, bumbling right now. And two touchdown underdog at home, you blindly bet that it's not like if we're getting back to our principles and we're not going to be knocked off because of bad luck the past few weeks, you take the jets. Yeah. Obviously we loved it at 13 and a half. It's uh, kind of tough now that it's down to 11, 12, but we still like the number. We still think the value is there. Uh, the craziest thing to me is that the Tennessee Titans who beat the Buffalo bills at home played this exact team. Like you just said, in New, in New Jersey, they played the jets. 
the line opened seven and a half by close. I think it was down to four just because the, 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 the pros really came in heavy on the jets and Tennessee had a bunch of injuries going into that game. Okay. So that number closes at four. If this game says closes at 10, are the bills really six points better than Tennessee right now? I don't think so. Um, so interesting what the bookmakers are doing here. They, they hung this pretty high just to get some public money, you know, on a big number on a big favorite make them pay to tease it down. Now they're moving it down because that's how much professionals money coming on the jets. They're, they're right there with us, Jad. They're, they're saying themselves, the NFL hasn't figured out Mike white yet. They don't know what defense to run against them. The, the bills. It's not that we predicted this coming into the year with um, them being this bad at five and three. Again, that's not that bad, but they've had these games they've lost. They really shouldn't have lost. Now we're kind of getting that idea that, you know what? It's exactly what we talked about. The last year, Josh Allen had the best career year of his life. We were saying to him, do it again, and then we'll believe in you. Do it, do it back-to-back seasons. It's not looking like it did last year. A bunch of different things he's doing wrong. It's kind of uh, – if you're a Bills fan, it's got to be a little worrying that this is your franchise quarterback and he's reverting back to old sloppy habits from his rookie year. So as much as we love the Jets here, this is a prime spot to get right for Josh Allen. This is one of the worst pass defenses in football in the New York – New York Jets. They they have a good front line, but their secondary is terrible. So if he's going to figure it out, this this has to be the matchup for Josh Allen to figure it out. But I got no issue taking Mike White here in a backdoor situation where if he has the ball, I'm excited to see what this kid can do because I've only seen maybe 10 full drives by him in his career. He's put up points in about eight of them. Like he he is really good at driving the field and doing stuff with this offense. So if the Bills keep running the defense they've been running like they ran the last couple of weeks, they've been running kind of a weird zone scheme where it's kind of what these teams are doing against Mahomes. They're just giving up the short stuff. They're letting you run it against them, but they're not going to let you beat them deep. That's that's where Mike White thrives. That's what the Colts ran against him. He was hitting guys in between the numbers all up and down the field. I mean, he drove down the field his opening drive. It's it's a it's a big number, but I'm not scared of it. Uh, the 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 fact that it's come down is the only problem that's like. I'm not going to try to harp on that too much because that's what burned us last couple of weeks is me being too much of a, oh, we're not getting the best of the number. I don't want to take this number. I feel like we have to take the Jets as long as it's above 10 and a half, 11. What's interesting about this Bills team is fascinating. And the Titans team is fascinating. And what you just said about this number and the delta of about six points of value based on the bookmakers math between the Titans and the Bills that, that, that speaks to why we are all so confident about the Saints in that the, the betting markets that are the professional betting markets of bookmakers and wise guys have zero respect for the Titans. They look at that, they, they look at that record as completely fraudulent. I feel better about betting the Saints now knowing a little bit more about the sort of transitive properties of that Bill's Jets number. No, I'm with you on that. All right. I'm not, I'm not uncomfortable with this. You know what? I think it was our friend Bruce Arians who once said, no risk it, no biscuit. And guess what? I fucking love biscuits. Let's do it. It's not really true. I'm not a carbs guy. But if I did eat carbs, biscuits would be the carbs that I eat. Oh, man. You got to get some Hawaiian bread. That's the carb you want to eat. I got, we got like the Hawaiian bread in my kitchen right now. My, my kids love it. My kids love the Hawaiian bread. They do. By the way, thanks to uh, a lot of people tweeted at me and said, uh, 
they hoped my kid was feeling better, which is really sweet of people to do. Yeah, I got DMs too. I said, tell Chad this. That's funny. Yeah, he's yeah. doing well. He's sitting on the couch right now, uh, zooming into his classes, being treated like a king. And now, a few words from our friends at FanDuel. The NFL season is flying by, and there is a big Week 10 Monday night matchup between division rivals, the Rams and 49ers. FanDuel Sportsbook is about to make it even bigger because FanDuel is giving new customers 30 to 1 odds on either team to win. That means you can win $150 on a $5 bet. I'm so excited for this game. I love the Niners to bounce back in a big way on Monday night. Offers like this are just one of the many reasons I love betting the NFL on FanDuel. They're the number one rated sportsbook app in America, and payouts are fast and secure. FanDuel is sports betting made simple, and they're always hooking you up with great offers. Plus, when you win, you'll get paid in as little as two hours. See for yourself why FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. Just sign up with promo code FAVORITES this week before the Rams take on the 49ers you could win $150 on a $5 bet. Remember to use promo code favorites so they know I sent you exclusively on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Must be 21 or over and present in Arizona, Colorado, Connecticut, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. New users only $10 first deposit required. Must wager in designated offer market. Max bonus $150. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Restrictions apply. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit chat in Connecticut. 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia. 1-800-270-7117. For confidential help in Michigan, Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789 or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. Let's get back to the show. We're not going to talk about the Vikings and Chargers. This number has moved. Uh, it's three and a half now. It was two and a half. I think the Vikings were the right side anyways. Um, we weren't talking about it in our contest. Obviously, there's some COVID potential COVID issues there. Yeah, the, now all this Dalvin news coming out. So feels like a pass to me. Yeah, and like the drama with Dalvin Cook, like yep. this guy's either a victim or he's a horrible human being. He's trying to play a victim where he did something terrible in a domestic violence case. So I'm right there with you. I I, I don't want to get burned anymore by this COVID news, by these backups. Let's just stay away from this one. Can we talk about the Panthers and the Cardinals, though? Please. Are we missing an opportunity with the Panthers? One of the reasons we're on why... the Panthers. What's that? We're on the. We talked. We like the Panthers Tuesday. We did. I don't have. I don't have it in my notes. Do you? Well, our big thing was we wanted to make sure Sam Darnold was out, and he is. So ah. we're in, baby. Oh, dude! Then we are one hundred percent in on this game. Yeah. No, the joke was the line, the bookmakers hang this line saying, we don't care who the quarterback is. If it's Cole McCoy, we'll let it be 10. And the public's going right there with him. They're saying, you know what? We're with you guys. This is a, this is a good number. We'll take the 10. So I, I like this Carolina team, but if we're going to end up on one of these big dogs, we're, we're definitely going to Jets over Carolina. Um, PJ Walker, 
he I think I feel like his first pass was a pick six when he came in like a couple of weeks ago, or maybe it was a drop pick six, but it's it's scary um taking this kid. But Cole McCoy, 10-point favorite. Come on, that's that's insane. Come on, man. Against this defense in Carolina, I I I mean you gotta take Carolina. Have I told you my Colt McCoy story? <laughs> Don't you dare. Our good buddy Dave Eck, Chicago Bears, texted me the other day. He's like, "We've heard the Dave Eck story. We've heard, we've heard the Dave. We've heard the Colt McCoy story. We've heard it like four times." It gets more painful every time, too. That's the best part. <laughs> what can I say? I'm an old person who only has so many stories, and I can't remember them all. But we love this Panthers game. Yeah, I, I do. I re- I really love it. Uh, again, I'm going to paraphrase Stucky here from their podcast this morning because they loved it too. And one of the things that stood out to me, he had some great insight talking about regression. And we've talked about this with the Cowboys a lot in relation to their turnovers. And it's why last week they're like we had the Cowboys in the in the survivor pool, but I don't think we were convinced they were going to cover. And they are so reliant on turnovers to create offense and, uh, and, and win their games, there had to be a regression. The Cardinals, according to Stuckey, uh, they fumble most in the NFL, lose the second fewest fumbles in the NFL. Opponents are fumbling the second most in the NFL against them, losing the most against them. So they're getting some really lucky bounces. And if you look at the Niners, early fumbles led to early points. So against the Browns, big win. Early fumbles led to early points. Like there is a regression coming for this team. And if it's going to be Colt McCoy, if there's not going to be uh, DeAndre Hopkins, if there's not going to be A.J. Green, a Panthers defense where we know they want to run the ball and the Cardinals defense is 31st in the NFL in yards per rush, that to me says Panthers. And the stuff that is interesting on the regression stuff is sometimes it doesn't happen as quickly as you'd like it to happen. Uh, so that is always a little bit of risk where, I mean, even just think off the top of my head, the Eagles year, we won the Super Bowl. We had the same exact thing. We had the highest fumbling rate without losing fumbles because our quarterback was Carson Wentz, who fumbled, I felt like, every game, but somehow always got it back. So I, I'm with Stucky, though. I, I look at this Cardinals team that I do think they're good. They're a playoff team, no doubt. Are they the, you know, no doubt, number one seed in the NFC? You know, they're 7-1 and one right now. Everything is just going right. I don't know about that. And the Colt McCoy back-to-back starts, this is like – this is what we always say about Colt McCoy. He can give you one or two good starts, but eventually he's going to fall off a cliff. And in this matchup, you have to take Carolina's defense. Uh, they, they played well against New England. It was more about Sam Darnold just giving three picks, short fields. That's how they lost. We got, uh, we talked about the Broncos and Eagles, so we'll leave them on the list. I don't think we need to say more about that. Okay. Uh, We have two other games that we want to talk about the Raiders plus two and a half against the Chiefs. You've been on the Raiders all year and and you've been ahead of the market on them and you've continued to stick with them. And I have been defiant. I was right last weekend against the Giants. Yeah. I feel like they're a live dog this weekend. Yeah, but that's the scariest part is everyone's caught up to it now with this Chiefs nonsense. Chiefs are still favorites. I know on the road. And the crazy part too is the bookmakers are still respecting the Chiefs. Like that number they hung last week, they hung the seven and a half, or they maybe maybe went up to eight at one point. They moved all that number all the way up to eight when Aaron Rodgers announced to be out. Public came in heavy. They bet it down to seven and a half. They bet it down to seven. The bookmakers let it stay at seven and a half. That was an easy cover for the public last week, fading the Chiefs. So. They might have over-adjusted now at this point, but 
You're giving me a – I feel like the Raiders are a better team right now with everything that's going on in Kansas City. All the drama that's going on, Mahomes just hasn't looked right. That offense does not look right. That defense is still terrible. I mean, just because that in Jordan Love's first start that he couldn't do anything, he only put up whatever it was, seven points, that's that's more about the problems of Jordan Love. Their car is going to have a day against this Chiefs defense. So I'm right there with you. I, I like Las Vegas. I like them on the money line. I'm not even taking the two and a half. Um, this is truly a whoever's last possession is probably going to win this matchup. So I, I I like Las Vegas a lot in this position, but I don't know if it's going to be one of my best five. Um, it, it's If it was three, three and a half, I'd feel way better about taking this number. I think we're narrowing down a pretty good list though right now for Sunday that we feel decently strong about. Let's talk about the Niners uh, before we get to Moneyline Parlay and Survivor. This next game has to be our big balls bet of the week. It must be the big balls bet of the week because we already did Washington football team. As Simon says, you know what we're going to talk about. New York Jets, huge underdogs at home against the Buffalo Bills. Big Big balls balls bet of the the week. week. Oh my God, we almost did that in tune. <laughs> All right, let's talk about this Niners game. Really interesting to me. Really interesting to me. We loved it. We thought it was too many points in a divisional matchup. We thought that the market was coming off the Niners in a way that felt like it was a little bit too much. The, the line has moved in the direction of the Niners. It was at four and a half. In some places, it's down to three and a half. You were getting calls immediately that they had this power rate at San Francisco one. So there's still a decent amount of value there. Talk to me. What are we thinking right now? Yeah, it's only making me feel better as the week has gone along here. A couple more pros are on it. They love the number as well. Talked to a couple of different bookmakers in the Philadelphia area and a couple down at AC. They say this is one of their smallest handles. Like more people are betting on Washington than are betting the 49ers. We got a perfect storm here, Chad. This is what I always talk about. It's a rare opportunity where you have a standalone game. So it's a primetime game. You have a home team getting less than 10% of the money and 10% of the bets. All love, love, love. If I haven't been licking my wounds so hard the last couple of weeks, this would be one of my biggest bets of the season. Like I'd be all in on this bet, but wow, I'm trying to be the professional and say, you've been cold. Don't, don't force the hand here. Cause this is like a poker hand. Like I have pocket aces right now. Like the only thing that can screw me over is the flop. Um, I'm just trying to be smart here because this is too easy. Public is going to get sucked in here. Even if they have a great Sunday, they're going to lose it all in this game because everyone's going to be betting the Rams. They love the Rams. It, when this moves down to three, which I think it will, the public's going to come in so heavy on this number. T- take the 49ers while you still can get the three and a half. This is a prime, prime time to take this number. They suck. I know Shane Hand sucks. They're terrible. Everything's going wrong for them. This is a get right game for them. This is like the perfect time you want to take. You're, you're literally buying at the lowest of value the whole season on this 49ers team. It ain't going to get any lower than right now. So nothing's changed. I still love this number. I'm just not going to be betting close to six figures on it just because I've just been that cold. Why are you so fucking scared? <laughs> I'm a coward. Play the drop, man. I'm a fucking coward. I'm calling you out. Simon Hunter, professional coward. What am I looking at right now? You're a coward. You ain't nothing but a gutless yellow turd. Well, hell, you're just a goddamn coward. What's wrong, dude? You yellow? You're a coward. Pull up those pants and be a man. You better get out there, son. Don't let me down. You hear me? You goddamn coward. Be a man, Simon. 
take the 49ers. Pathetic. You're a fucking coward. I am. <laughs> when I knew you, when I knew you, you were not a coward. I know. This job's ruined me, Chad. I used to be a man. I had hair in my chest. Now I shave my chest. I feel bad. I feel bad that I did this to you. I feel bad <laughs> that I, I tempted you with fame and no fortune. Yeah. And this no callus on it, my hands. Look out. No callus. Easy you're life. You're fucking soft. <laughs> um, I, I agree with you. It sounds like I'm forcing it in. Cowboys, Niners, Saints. I said we'd come out of this with three that we love. We love Cowboys, Niners, and Saints. I think when we talk on Sunday, it's going to be a debate between, for the final two, Raiders, Panthers, Broncos, and we'll see what happens with the Browns and the Lions. And whoever Chris Raybon takes in our show, we won't fade him, no matter what. No. I'm not going against Raybon them. is on fire. He <laughs> yeah. swept everything last week. Yeah, so swept not, his podcast. Not going against them. Swept. The, it's crazy. Whatever Raybon says, we're just going to be like, all right, Chris. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's it. All right. Let's say Survivor? My- the Survivor Pool Pick of the Week. Let's say, yeah, let's say we took Miami and Survivor last week. If we took Miami and Survivor last week, I feel like we're taking the Bills this week. Uh, on the road? Well, then we're taking the Colts. So we already used Colts in ours. We took them against the Texans. So that's why we're either looking at Pittsburgh or the Cowboys. Well, we're taking the Cowboys then. We think the Cowboys are going to cover. So love the Cowboys. We love the Cowboys. Yeah. That's easy. Well, that'd, be, that'd be amazing if we got burned two weeks in a row by the Cowboys. But I have to take them and survive here. Yeah, we got to take them here. What about the money line parlay? I'd be tempted on the Panthers here. I don't hate it. So I was going to go with the Jets just because they're at home. And I like that it's a bigger number. I know the Bills, it's a divisional game. They need it. But that's even more reason. I just their, their wheels are spinning right now. I just like the way the Jets have been playing. So I, I'll, I'll throw the Jets in there. Cal will have Carolina in his. So right now I have this is actually a good big big week for this one. If this hits, it'll be a really nice payday. I got the Jets. I got the Washington Football Team. I got the Saints. I got the Raiders, and I got the 49ers. I don't hate like if you want to add this one in is the Seahawks, just because. Aaron Rodgers might have really bad lasting effects from COVID. As someone that had COVID, I still don't feel right mentally. Like, I still feel like there's little things like that where it just it just fucks with your system. Um, so I don't know how he affected him. But we saw last year these other quarterbacks come back from it, and they just weren't right. Like, Lamar wasn't right for a couple of months. He, he just was not in shape. Because, um, again, it's a, it's a virus that affects your lungs. So we didn't really talk about the Seahawks because I kind of want to yeah. stay away from it just because Russell Wilson got pins out of his hands not even seven days ago. It's weird. It's just a weird, that's why that number's so weird to me. And the fact that it's come down, the professionals obviously like the Seahawks in this matchup. I just don't really have a feel for it. I was on the Green Bay side. So if you throw the Seahawks money line in there, you want to take out one of these big ones and Washington football team or the Jets, I get it. I just like playing these big numbers because of the value of the whole, over the whole season. Yeah, guy, like I had pins in my thumb. Oh yeah. I had them taken out. I was, I was balling the next day. Really? I mean, literally crying, not balling. <laughs> what was that like, though? Like, it, it, did it feel normal, like, literally right afterwards? It's fucking weird. It's really weird. Yeah. But look, they'll shoot him up. They'll wrap it. He'll play. He'll be fine. That's I'd rather fair. bet on Russell Wilson, seven days removed from pins, the than COVID. Aaron Rodgers, 
uh, off of COVID, having seen how challenging it can be for people to come back from that, having not practiced for, for two weeks. Yeah, that's I'm with you on that. But I've been burned by these situations all year, so I'll just I'll just pass. Okay. All right. We've done Survivor. We've done Moneyline Parlay. We've narrowed down our picks. I will remind everybody, watch Convince Me Sunday mornings at Action Network HQ, 11 a.m. Eastern. We'll dig in a little deeper. Reminder for Scoot Roulette, I took Washington plus nine and a half. Simon took the Saints plus, plus three. I'm kind of regretting uh, my choice. Our big balls bet of the week is the Jets plus 13. Our Simon says it's uh, Washington football team plus nine and a half. Our foxhole is Saints plus three. I am Shad Millman. For Simon Hunter, this has been the favorites from the Volume Podcast Network. Download on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast. Rate, review, subscribe. We'll be back on Tuesday. Love you.